and like goals against average, Swayman and Allmark in the top four of each goals category. Against is what he's going to say, I bet. Oh, that. Am I seriously cutting out again? <laughs> right when you talk. <laughs> this is so annoying. Yeah. It's only when you give your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom's trying to tell <laughs> tell me something. Yeah, yeah I think this is Zoom. This is Zoom saying that Allmark shouldn't be the best nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it hates him. It's Corey, the, the same way you feel about Sororkin is like the, the same way I feel about Helen. is episode 159 of left side heavy the podcast i'm your host jevin lefebvre we got host hayden barton on the show as well and we got legends of the show my mic just unplugged here uh let me get back to that um we got Corey and ian back on the show so happy to have you boys how are you guys doing on this beautiful sunday evening i i'm doing pretty good just you know Big chilling at home. Just that, that's what I got going. Big chilling after you took down those bars last night. Oh, so many, so many. You know, gotta, I have to recover. You know, you can't, can't go hard all the time. You do need a little recovery, right? Yeah, 100%. He says, as he drinks a beer. <laughs> this is, this, this is a, this is a Coors light. This is like a hangover beer. <laughs> yeah. It's Coors light, everybody. Not Coors yeah. heavy. Work up. Oh, no, I'll one up with the Coors heavy. Yeah, he, he, I, 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 you know, this is a hangover beer. This is the recovery beer. Jeff, he's maybe got more plans than I do right now. So I'm, I'm just on the low. Yeah, Jeff's turning up on a Sunday evening. Yeah, so I can, I'm preparing for recording the editing and the discussion posts I have to do. Damn, look at you. A busy bee. Hell yeah. All on the Lord's Day. Papa bless. What is happening here? Having a bad time. Yeah, well, Joe figures his shit out. Corey. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. It's been a terrible rainy ass day. Tried to run some errands. None of it worked out. No, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> trying to get some new sunglasses, checking out frames. Didn't like any of them. Go to Costco trying to find some stuff that I was hoping they had. Didn't have my size. Didn't have the food I wanted. Fucking just big strikeouts. Big. I was also at Costco today. What? I was at the yeah. one in Poco and everything. I was, I was all the at way up. the one in Poco too. It's all the way on the boonies. What did you go for? Uh, Shade and I. Uh, yeah. You got a poutine. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. It was so good. <laughs> but I also got this. I was showing the boys. Oh, that's nice. So that light. way, this fucking light, I can give back to my dad and say it's shit. Yeah, I think I might have been the dumbest <laughs> installation on your part of all time. Is putting I thought it would be okay because like I'm constantly moving and I didn't know the motion sensor light would go off in like 30 fucking seconds. Yeah, it's a trash uh, ass light. Uh, it is. It's absolutely did you terrible. upgrade to a clapper or what? <laughs> no, it's just a switch. Pretty I feel like basic. we should all get I don't know why the clapper was a fad. It's the that's the best. We should all have clappers. That's a fucking great light. Just, not when you're having sex. 
Yeah, doing the deed is just flickering <laughs> on and off. That's how you know it's good. That's how you know it's yeah. good. <laughs> you better not be Anna. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, oh, fuck. What is it? Uh, telling her pussy's haunted. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Is what is it? Epileptic? Yes. Oh, if you're epileptic, you're. Like she's time. coming. She's like, no, she's having a She's so into me. Oh, she is loving this right now. I'm putting on a performance right he's now. He's just looking in the mirror. He's like, I'm a champ. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's like foaming flat, in the mouth. Yeah, flatlined yeah. on your bed. Just because yeah. you just got the wrong idea. Blew her back out. No biggie. <laughs> is that good? She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So That's anyways, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> nice. Nice, Corey. I love to hear that. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good. As we said, went to Costco today. Came back from the States today at 6 in the morning. Love that. How'd you shoot? Zero border wait times. Nice. Oh, it was lovely. And I did not get harassed by the Canadian border guard. What a, wow, that's rare. Yeah, I you know. usually get harassed? Oh, all the time. But luckily I got, I got a, uh, um, here's my ranking. It goes like colored male Canadian, top of the list. Colored female. No, 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 no. Colored female Canadian. The second white male, like, oh, third, but like, like a really, really bad third. And then white female Canadian put as low as you can go. They will always try and undermine you and make you feel like a piece of shit for coming back into your country. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's like, so back. what'd you go down for? It's like, oh, I, I went down to just say, like, hi, uh, hi to my dad, like, on the weekend. Went to say, uh, you know, just anything. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, where does he live? Oh, he lives here. All right, and how long were you gone for? And then the questions just start getting progressively worse and worse. Like, oh, so where are you bringing back? Oh, 12 12 beers all right yeah let's pop the trunk how oh, you're getting searched <laughs> i've never had that happen to me oh my you God. must look suspicious you're jev probably sweating and, jev and i had that happen to us when we went down to see a seahawks and uh the packers game we mm -hmm. came back and yeah it was a, a white female she just immediately like two questions all right pop the trunk <laughs> yeah when i was going into idaho like the going yeah like going into the states they were basically waving me through before i even gave them my passport like that's how kind of like much they didn't really care and then when i was coming back into canada they were playing like 21 questions it's like dude how about you just relax like it doesn't matter what i did it's already been done so why don't you just wave me on through <laughs> let me go home yeah. i live here easy <laughs> Can you tell me I can't come back? Yeah, like what the I'm fuck? literally a Canadian citizen. Yeah, Dude, I, I gotta was, get to work. Yeah, I was I was like, this is this can't be happening right now. I just wanna I just wanna get through, go home. It was like midnight when we were coming back. I'm like, let's just come on, please. I'm tired. But <laughs> why are you tired? What have you been doing? <laughs> that would literally late. be a question. Just yeah, why are you coming man. back so late? How many hours of sleep a night a... do you get? <laughs> <laughs> Have you taken yeah. Metamucil tonight? Do you need some? <laughs> it's just you take melatonin before you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But, Jeff, uh, how was the drive? 
You're in a new location. Good. Yeah, I'm in Dauphin, Dauphin, Manitoba. Um, nice little small Yikes. town. It's uh, it's all right. Um, it was funny though when I got here, the guy I'm staying with is like, "Yeah, so Dauphin's under a crime wave right now." I'm like, "Oh, love that." <laughs> a what wave? A crime wave. Basically, all every- six people there oh. stealing from each other. Yeah, he was like, "There's been some stabbings recently," and I'm like, "I mean, honestly." Yeah, I'm like this. That's nothing new. I think that's kind of a popular trend nowadays, everywhere. And then he was like, "But most of it's just petty crimes, like car break-ins and stuff." And I'm like, "All right, so where can I put my car? Because I just <laughs> I don't want that happening." To me. Yeah, they see He's like the a British Columbia it. license plate, and they're like, "Ah, prime target." Yeah, yeah. fucking city slicker. <laughs> yeah, but um, I got a speeding ticket on the way here. Oh my god! Those fucking Mounties got you. Yeah, I was just outside of Regina. I was I was only going like twenty over. Like it didn't even, didn't feel like I was. <laughs> Who's she? Never matter. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I was I was going twenty over, but I was like, uh, it was like the long ass drives where it's nothing but wheat fields on either side of you and then all of a sudden the exit hits and there's a ghost car right there so it's like slowing down it's like didn't really happen quick enough i was going 130 and a 110 so in the grand scheme of things it wasn't that bad but it was good enough to be 200 dollars. so that that hurts jesus christ um but i was i got here and I, i was like oh that's bad like that's really expensive and then I got here, and he was like, "Yeah, Saskatchewan's probably the ch- like one of the cheaper areas. Uh, if you did that here, it would be like four hundred dollars." I'm like, "Oh my god, twenty over in Manitoba—that's brutal." So, I guess I kind of, in the grand scheme of things, it sounds like I caught a break, but still a tough way to start your uh, five-week practicum in a different province as a two hundred dollars speeding ticket. But what are you gonna do? Is that your first Leave- ticket? Uh no, I got I got my car impounded in high school. So, oh shit. Yeah, I was going 95 down coast, so that'll get you. That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't my car at the time, it was my dad, so he was without a car for a week as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, Papa. Sorry, Paul. The only, the only speeding ticket I've got was going through Lions Bay. Because it's like, and like in Lions Bay, when you're going to Squam, like Van to Squam, you go through Lions Bay and it's like 60. And I think I like was doing 80 and people were passing me and I got the ticket. It's like, fuck you, that guy's doing 90. Yeah. Yeah, but that guy was harder to catch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, it's the, Simpsons, the Simpsons bit of just like a guy going that fast has no time for a ticket. We'll let him go. And then they just yeah. get <laughs> What are we doing here? Yeah, the annoying thing. In a hurry. Yeah, the annoying thing is I was going like the flow of traffic. So if anything, cars were going faster than me as well, and I still got got. And I was like, I didn't even think I was going like that fast because everyone was going the same speed. It's not like I was speed racing past every single car. Like mm-hmm. I was going the flow of traffic, and they still pulled me <clears> over. And I'm like, dude, why are you wasting your time? He's like, gave you a warning. I'm like, no, you didn't. And he's like, yeah, I flashed my lights on you like back there i'm like i'm sure i would have saw lights flashed at me but like i didn't and he's he pulled me over so bro yeah it's unfortunate yeah no giving a warning is going up and saying hey you're 20 over by the way like drive safer (laughs) that's a warning yeah it's like i flashed my lights at you i'm like 
when? I feel like I would have saw that. But <laughs> you should have hit him with the me a liar, son. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Corey, you why are you hit so him low? With the, uh, when? I don't know. I was just fucking around. Okay, yeah, because I just <laughs> gradually saw your head go low. <laughs> I was like, let's go. Oh, <laughs> oh, your desk is rising, isn't it? It is. It's a standing desk. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like either you're sinking or your desk is uh standing. Oh, this is perfect. This is. I want to just be a mystery guest. Yeah. On the pod today. Cora's head looks like a fried egg. Just the yellow yolk on a sunny side up egg. Sizzling. I got yeah. some sizzling takes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh let's get started with the question of the week here on uh on the pod. And Hayden, I can't remember if I've asked this before, but regardless, I'm going to ask it again. Um, right. if you were to play in any profession in any city in professional sports, uh, where would you want to play that respective sport? It's definitely um, been asked, but it has okay, but could... like not on the question of the week. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'll just ask it anyway. Who cares? We're already too deep into it. Exactly. But Ian, where would you, uh, where would you play? Um, it, could, it doesn't have to be hockey, football. It could be like any sport. Like, what city would you like to play in? See, I like warm weather, and I do like the beach. So probably LA. Okay. I'm that guy. <laughs> I, I don't like the cold. People who know me and I don't like the cold. I don't like snow. Um. And I mean, Jevin, you probably know Winnipeg doesn't even have an airport, right? So, like, how am I supposed to go play in Winnipeg? Like, I mean, regardless, I just don't think anybody wants to play in Winnipeg, even if it has the <laughs> nicest airport of all time. But it does confirm have an airport. So, uh, oh, shout out to that. Yeah, it has oh. it has one of those. It has one of those. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, I I say LA, LA, LA is popular choice. Corey, yeah. as a as Another guest of the show, where would you play? Can't go wrong with LA, but I feel like I want to do like San Diego. You know, cool. I still get the California, but like, I feel like people leave you alone a little bit more. You get to like live a little bit more in anonymity a bit mm-hmm. under the bright lights of playing in LA. Cause yeah, like warm weather places, it's definitely the route. Like I'd love to say like Green Bay, cause it's like a great, like a great sports town or, you know what I mean? Like you go yeah. play in, New York or Boston or one of those places where it's like they live and breathe sports or some shitty Southern U S state, <laughs> but it's like, I don't want to live in the South and I don't want to live where it's cold because I'm making millions of dollars. So yeah. I guess Dubai, <laughs> <laughs> I want to play on the live Saudi Arabia. They gave me a golfer. They gave me a hundred mil up front. So now I just yeah. fuck around on weekends <laughs> and swing a club. Nah, probably yeah. San Diego. I want to go San Diego. A whale's vagina. The thing is, and the thing is, like San Diego's it's a from popular... Anchorman Hayden. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and the thing is, with San Diego, it's a popular vacation spot. So, uh, that means it's actually got some stuff to do other than just. Standard California. They got a whole zoo. Whoa. A San Diego zoo. I was gonna say fake rocks. No, the zoo rocks. The zoo the zoo's cool. I I I vouch I'll vouch for the zoo in San Diego. Confirmed rocks. I'm gonna be the the face of the zoo. 
confirmed animals at zoo? Confirmed. Tiger. Oh, let's Lion. Go. Bear. <laughs> um, Hayden, I forgot what you said when I asked this earlier, so we'll just go to you. What did? Where Where would you play? Probably Detroit or Winnipeg. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. He doesn't drink water anyway, so he's safe. No, it was, uh, that's like the highest crime rated cities, I'm guessing, in like both Canada and Amer- in America, I think. So, you gotta be up joke. there. It was a joke. Um, I think Arizona, the yeah. desert. Easy would be dope. Unbearable Deep. heat in the summer. <laughs> oh, very unbearable. But, you know, every place has an air conditioner and yeah. everything's so cheap there. Kind of like Texas, except it's not Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's not as humid. It's all dry air, so the golfing must be amazing. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah, of cactuses. I've heard. Mm-hmm. Cacti. So, cacti. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I think Arizona. Even though all of their teams are shit. Doesn't matter. That means cheap <laughs> games. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I get paid a lot. Let's yep. go, baby. Uh. I'd play in either Nashville or like Dallas or something. I feel like Dallas, Music Texas. City. Nashville be fun. I've just Nash Vegas. That's what I've heard. It's very mm. similar. It's got a bunch of bars and like the strip is leading up right to the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. So I think that would be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's I think that's where I'd play. I've I've always wanted to go there. So bowling, bowling, great choice. I know. Uh, all right, so this is a very specific pod because the NHL playoffs are starting tonight when this comes out. Yep, it's going to be an early what? upload. Instead of Wednesday, we're going to be uploading on the Monday because the playoffs are starting tonight. And we're going to do a little preview pod, go over the awards that have been awarded and the ones that are going to be awarded pretty soon. And then we're going to go over each playoff matchup and then we're each going to give our Stanley Cup final and cup winners as well. Um I am going to start. The Anaheim Ducks have officially clinched last place in the league and have gotten the best odds to uh draft Connor Bedard. So uh confirmed they did it correctly. They lost their last 13 games of the season in regulation and got it. So nailed it. Talk about committing and doing it right. This is the year to do it, boys. This is the year to do it. Noise. Here, Jevin, the one the one issue I have with Anaheim, if they possibly get Bedard, is listening to Scott. Oh my God! Oh, fucking! Fuck. I hate Scotty. Scott. Uh, Scotty K, if he, I didn't even think about that, Ian. I know it, this is my nightmare. Like it's in the back of my head, like nightmare situation. Is if this happens, fuck. Do you guys We're think done. Anaheim uh, gets the pick, or do you think it's going to be like Chicago or Columbus or Vancouver? Actually, <laughs> those three percent chances are going to live up, baby. Yeah. Like I say, hey. like I said last one, TSN did a mock draft, or uh, the Canucks were in it between uh, them and Columbus. Unfortunately, Columbus got it, but I'll take I second. I wouldn't take. Se- I wouldn't mind taking second. Yeah. <laughs> I would love second Absolutely. overall. Anything no, in the top no, five, I would take in a heartbeat. No shame in silver. <laughs> Amen, brother. Especially in this draft. I mean, there is. There is shame in silver. There's no shame in bronze. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. Bronze okay. means you won the game to win that medal. Silver means you just you're a Lost. loser. Yeah, that is true. That's a exactly. loser medal. Yeah, that's exactly it. You got to win to get the bronze and lose to get the silver. So, who's the happier bunch of guys, or uh, who's the happier squad? Right, definitely bronze. Definitely 100%. bronze. No one. You look at like the guys who win a bronze; they never look sad. Yeah, so they're like, "Fuck yeah, we just fought for this fucking medal and we got it." Silver, they're all like <laughs> trying to throw it away. Yeah. What was it? Was it? Blyas uh, Anderson. Blyas Anderson, who was like, "I don't want this fucking medal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you in the crowd. You got in mad trouble for that too. Uh, turns out he can't play in the NHL. So <laughs> yeah. what about him? Yeah. Should have kept that medal. It's the only thing yeah. I'm ever gonna win. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe if he's playing like as he's a healthy scratch for like the world championship team, maybe that he'll get a medal for that or something like that. But uh one quick thing. Uh Luke Hughes got called up after the uh Frozen four loss to what was it, Quinnipiac? Um, yeah, what was he playing? He's playing for Minnesota and they lost to Quinnipiac in the final, but Michigan, uh, he played for Michigan, right? Oh, I, I think yeah. they lost to Quinnipiac in the um semifinals, if I'm not mistaken. So after that, he signed his ELC to play um the rest of the season with New Jersey. And in some of the few games he played, he scored career goal so shout out to luke hughes what happened with their camera yeah i don't know it looks like it's hiding <laughs> well there he is who's that little guy there buddy looks so cute yeah luke hughes i like so it's they're they're just starting him they're like just like yeah you're part of our top six in the playoffs like, that's a bold move a little bit <laughs> It's a bold move, Cotton. Bold strategy. We'll see how it plays out. We'll no, I, think <laughs> I mean, I I think there's something to be said for him just being a, a, a good player. Like, a, even though he's young, he's still raw on the NHL level. But, like, just trying to add talent at the end, you know, going into the playoffs. And, you know, people want the Jack Hughes, Luke Hughes content, too. And yeah. easy. Try and yeah, shelter him and play him on the power play. Just be like, okay, here you go. <laughs> you, get, you get 10 minutes a night, three of it on the power play. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> try, not, try not to ruin it. Yeah, I don't know how I like necessarily like feel about that. I feel like it would have just been more worth it for him to just start next year so they don't... Does he burn in a year of his ELC if he plays? I don't know if you lose it if you play in the playoffs. But I don't, and know, I think if, I don't know if those I, games count towards it. Well, and I don't know if like how many... I want to say there has something to do with how many regular season games you play too. Yeah. Because okay, it's like, well, if you play more than... If you play like seven games or something, or if you're on the team for at least seven, I think it is, you burn that first year. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I guess he has an extra bit. Then uh, never mind. Never mind. Um... So the end of the season has come, and Connor McDavid has won himself the Art Ross and Rocket Richard Trophy um, a year after everyone was saying Matthews over McDavid because Matthews scored 60 goals. Stupid. McDavid then comes back next season, scores 65, and gets 153 points and just shoves it right back up their hoop. So uh, confirmed, Connor McDavid what is about good. Man, that Winnipeg yeah. Wi-Fi. Yikes. <laughs> So nope. bad. 
It's uh, <laughs> not good right now. Not good. I think we all knew what you were going to You were talking about how great Connor McDavid is. We all say yes. Yep. Also, yeah. I only think he scored 64 goals. So I'm sorry. No, I thought it was 65. Never mind. Uh, counting score. the goal he's going to score tonight. Uh, what? Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot. Um. So... The awards to be announced are, I guess, the major <laughs> awards. Um, the Hart, Norse, Selkie, Vesna, Calder, Jack Adams, and Ted Lindsay. Um, the Hart Trophy, I'm pretty sure if it's not unanimously chosen to be McDavid, then some voters should get their vote taken away. Do we all agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Don't win it. No, no other choice. The, the Vesna. Do we think it should go to Allmark? I think it will go to Allmark, but do we think that he should win it? Yes. Yes? Oh, boy. Okay. Because I, I think he's asking us if he, if Allmark should win the Vesna. I think yes. Do you guys seriously yeah. can't hear me right now? Is it yeah, cut you out? Can cut you were right frozen out. for a while. Yeah, oh, we're going to start calling you Elsa. <laughs> this is going to be tough. <laughs> is going to be tough. Maybe I'll turn my Wi-Fi off. Maybe that'll help. Let's just do this one without Jeff. <laughs> I'll send yeah. him the recording. Yeah. Just Easy. edit three of us. And you can talk over us and pretend. <laughs> How am I now? Can you hear me? Am I yeah. good? Yeah. Yeah. Just because I was thinking with Allmark, he's played limited games. Swayman has very similar numbers to him in terms of the games he has played. And I think Saros and Sorokin have carried their teams a bit better than Allmark has. So do I, we think other goalies are more deserving or do we think Allmark is 100% deserving of this award? I don't no. know about 100. I was going to say, I don't know about 100% deserving because I do think you, you, you do out guys like Saros, Sorokin, Connor Hellebuck has to get some love in there. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't know if it's a unanimous for Allmark. I think he pro- like I probably pick him and I'd say he gets it, but I do think it's closer than some of the other races we have. I agree. Yeah, that's fair. I think that the only other goalie this year that you consider giving it to, because it's not like who's the best goalie in the NHL, it's who had the best season, right? So the only other guy is like it's Sorokin. Like you look at that Islander team and you're like, without him no chance they make the playoffs this year. Like every other goal, you know, but like Olmark being part of that Boston team that is record setting and his numbers were better than Swayman's all year. So it's like, he didn't have like, cause they're both good. So you don't have to ride a guy, which is, you know, something that not every team has the luxury of, but the numbers he put up this year were stupid. So I think it's, you. I don't think he's the, I don't think he's the best goal in the NHL, but I think he had the best season. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think he's the best goal as well. I just think like in terms of in top like top five save percentage and like goals against average, Swayman and Allmark in the top four of each goals category. Is what he's gonna say? I bet. Oh, that's... am I seriously cutting out again? <laughs> right when you talk. <laughs> this is so annoying. Yeah. It's only when you give your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom's trying to tell <laughs> tell me something. Yeah, I think this is Zoom. this is Zoom saying that Allmark shouldn't be the best nowhere. Right? <laughs> yeah, it hates him. It's well, the, sa- the same way you feel about Sorokin is like the the f- same way I feel about Hellebuck. I don't think the Jets are in there 
like yeah but they just squeaked the last in bit. also it's that's the other reason why neither will win it this year it's like both their teams are like just squeaked in just yeah. getting in there it's like mm, yeah if you were better this wouldn't have happened no exactly and, and i don't think yeah, Jake yeah, Hollinger should get some love too in this really vote, by the way I think definitely yeah i think it'll be close i think like there's you're not going to have like a runaway winner for the Vesna, but i think omar because the season the beats had yeah. weeks it out. That's fair. I'm going to try and keep this quick. The Norris. I think it'll go to Eric Carlson, but another kind of controversial opinion. Do we think other defensemen deserve it over him? Yeah, he's going to like, I hate that the Norris trophy is just what defensemen scored the most points. Cause it's such a silly, like Eric Carlson, like his team is trash. Right. So it's like, how great of a defenseman can you be? It's like, you put up all these numbers, like he should be a plus a million, right? Like all his numbers should be through the roof and he had a great year and it's nice to see him bounce back, but, and he's going to win just be like, what a hundred and three point, like something stupid, right? Like just an insane amount of points for a defenseman to put up. So of course he's going to win, but I don't know. Like I look at the other guys on the board and it's like, I would rather have Adam Fox this year in terms of like a kind of all around defenseman, but mm-hmm. I think Carlson takes, takes it home. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of what we were talking about last week as well, where it's like Carlson, amazing offensive defenseman, Adam Fox, probably the better defenseman all around this year. Yeah, I agree. I I think it should go to Fox, but I don't think it will go to him. And I don't know who votes on the Norris, if it's writers or like, I I think it's the writers of the media who vote on the Norris. So I'm sure there's probably going to be some legacy pick, like picks being made with Carlson too. of just like, this is the last chance this dude is going to have of getting like probable real Norris recognition. And so the bounce back that he's had from like his injuries and all that makes it more impressive. Mm -hmm. So there, so it's, as much as it is like, hey, he scored 100 points, he had a great year, it's also going to be a legacy pick of like, this guy, you know, had a resurgent year, phenomenal guy, all that sort of jazz too when when you have him up there. No, 100%. I, I think, yeah, there's like a, such a weird line. I do think it is a heavily narrative, narrative-based award this year just because of what Ian and Corey were saying, like, his resurgence is going to play a big part in him getting this award, I think. But in terms of overall defensemen, I think like guys like Darlene or Fox have had better all around years. Even Josh Morrissey. Yeah, that's right? I like, knew I knew I was missing the name, and Josh Morrissey was the exact name. Like I think I, they've had better all around years than all their except Buffaloes, but they were closer to the playoffs than San Jose was. Mm-hmm. Well, and I. And I was going to say, I don't, I mean, he's, I think he's more of an analytics guy. And I mean, the, like we talk about Boston, they're a loaded team. Hampus Lindholm has had a really good year too. Like mm-hmm. with the, looking at the advanced numbers, if you're with that guy, if you look at the advanced numbers, like he's had a really good year, he should get some, you know, some love there. I don't know that he will, but just another name to throw out there too. He'll end up getting like a couple third, fourth place votes kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Him and like Vince Dunn are going to get that kind of like yeah. lower some love, but like not real. Like yeah. we don't actually. There Who is twelfth in voting? <laughs> like, there he is. Yeah. 
Boston realistically, besides maybe the Calder, could sweep every single award. The Hart, no, obviously besides McDavid, but with Pasternak, he had an MVP type year. Norris, Hampus Lindholm's had a very solid year. Mm-hmm. Selkie, Bergeron, Vesna, Allmark, Adams, Montgomery, Lindsay could have gone to pass as well. Like they could have like almost swept the entire board. But um, do we agree that Selk uh, for the Selkie Bergeron's name is clipping first? I, f- I feel like whenever he's in the league, it's pretty consensus to put him number one. But I mean, he keeps proving it time and time again. But what are who are, who's your pick and um, who do you think should get some recognition towards this award? I if mean, you guys understood me at all. I don't know if I'm like cutting out or anything. No, we actually heard you that time. We actually heard you. You were good. You were good. Um, they should probably just rename it to Bergeron right now. Like they should just call it the Patrice Bergeron Award. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, at this point, it probably will at some point. Probably, but like he's got what two more now than like the next closest guy. So like you should just give it to him already. Like just give it the award. Like just rename it. It's 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 his to lose every year. So it seems to be. Yeah, I agree. It's it's almost chalk every time. It's like, oh, Bergeron's in the league. Okay. Give it to him. Give it to yeah. him. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm looking at just like rankings on how they would do it for like updating on the Selkie trophy. It's like they ranked it from November, December, January, like all the way through. It's like Bergeron takes up like a majority of the month. <laughs> yeah, it's absurd. But one like another name, another like the top other two names are Elias Patterson and Nico Heischer. Yeah, which, they've had really solid years, especially Petey. Especially Petey. And ever since like his first few years in the league or like his first couple of years, I had a f- just a strong feeling that Patterson would get to the point of Maybe when Bergeron retires or if he dies before he retires, I don't know what's going to come first. I think Patterson's going to be in the mix for the majority of his career in the Selkie mix because of his two-way play. And now that he's broken that 100-point barrier, he's proven like to break out offensively, and he's really solid on both sides of the puck. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what steps Patterson takes in the next few years with this award. Patterson should win it this year over Bergeron, by the way. Why Another not? player who yeah. I think has done like, well is Jordan Stahl. Yeah, but he's old. Leave him alone. So, that old loser so alone. Bergeron. Yeah, but Bergeron's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Bergeron probably ends up winning it because, I don't know, I feel like everyone's going to vote for everything Bruins just because of the season they had. And you're like, and he is, like, he's their leader and he's the guy. But, like, sometimes you look at, like, their numbers and it's easy to be, easier to be that guy when you're surrounded by all-star talent from mm-hmm. the top to the bottom of your lineup. The Canucks are trash. It's a garbage team. And you look at Pedersen and you're like, how did he, how does he put these numbers up? Like how do his numbers look so good on a team that's bad? <laughs> yeah. I know it's not a like a team-based award, but come on. Like what, what would Pedersen have had to do this year? But he, he plays on a bad team on the West Coast that writers don't watch. It's the classic Canucks never win anything unless it's like an automatic award where it's like, which goalies had the best numbers this year? Perfect. There's the award you win. Yeah. Who scored the most points this year? Perfect. Here's the award you win. They never win. You'll never, they'll never 
like Pedersen would have to have 150 points to win the Selkie, put up the same numbers and still score that. And he goes to be like, wow, look at that two-way presence. You're like, he was a, the top 10 score in the NHL and still puts up elite defensive numbers yeah. this year. He should win. He should win, but he yeah. won't. He won't win. I know it's it's really annoying. The only one I can really think of is Henrik winning the heart and Kessler winning the Selkie. Like Luongo didn't he got like some Vesna votes, but he didn't win it. And, Garbage. And I can't really think of anything else where any Canuck was like yeah. In that like Kessler won race. when the Canucks were the best team in the league. Like you yeah. unless like they don't look they that's the thing. It's like, is your team good? They're like, okay, then you can win a Salki. Yeah. Like, that doesn't really show you who the, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's like, like the Bruins were the best team, so obviously they have to win all the awards. And you're like, I guess, I guess so. Yeah. So yeah. let's just play that. If their coach wins the fucking Jack Adams, it's so stupid. Well, we'll jump to that next because he probably will. But who do you think Why? should win the Jack Adams? Anybody but him. I could coach the Bruins. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, just uh, who's going to go out next? I don't know. The perfection line. You're like, great. <laughs> what are yeah. you talking about? Your goalies are putting up all-star numbers, both of them. No, like, what are you talking like, Oh, David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron came back. Like, that's all coaching. You're like, what do you, fuck you. <laughs> The three, the four of us could close our eyes and coach the, like, what are you talking about coaching, by the way, in the NHL? You not barely drawn the plays. You have a power play specialist for that. Get bent. Oh, the best team has probably has the best coach. You're like, he has the best team. Yeah. What do you mean? Easy Take money. A, look at a team who wasn't supposed to do as well and be like, maybe he should win. No, I, I agree. Um, I think, uh, is it? Detroit's coach, Ian. Derek Lalonde. Yeah, like he, like, like coaching that team, like, like grew. Like they, yeah, they had, like, they had a really good year. Like they kind of went above expectations. Um, Woodcroft, like they had a really good year, but I mean, he has McDavid and Dreisaitl, so people are yeah, going to immediately can't. go to that as well. Um, DeBoer for the Stars. Yeah. And, it's uh, it's uh, a team Buffalo's that people coach. expected some out of, but not that much. Because you, you got to give it to a team that is in the playoffs generally, right? Like, yeah, typically. You can't win coach of the year and your team <laughs> failed. <laughs> like, yeah, he did his best. Yeah. Did his I, best, everybody. I think you have to go with Lindy Ruff in New Jersey because people were booing and yelling for him to get fired at the beginning of the year. Very and first now, game. Very first game. And now he's got the team in the playoffs. In a mat, in a, in a, I don't know if it's a, a favorable matchup, but it's a matchup. Like they're in the playoffs, and I think they have home ice, if I'm not mistaken. They yeah. do against the Rangers. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, just by like a couple points or something, right? Yeah, that's that's coach of the year material right there. There you go. Yeah, I actually like that pick for Ruff instead of Montgomery because, like Corey said, it's my six-year-old nephew Logan can fucking, or I guess me and Hayden's nephew can fucking coach the Bruins to the president's exactly. trophy. Like the, yeah, no one thought the devils were going to be this good. The other guy I think is uh what's his face in Vegas, Cassidy. Bruce Cassidy. Right. Like that team had like so much injury issues yeah. all year. Like and Eichel and like Stone played like 50% of the year almost like a bit what, more or a bit less. 
what about um uh what's his name in arizona like if you really wanted to like galaxy brain it of just like yeah like like the coyotes like what they won way more than they should have won yeah yeah literally and like where's the galaxy brain of like uh, andre tournier or what like he's got to get some recognition for making coyotes for getting them not in last place that's gotta be where like that's gotta mean something right one of the best quotes from Clayton Keller is like uh, when he said, uh, we just know that the managers are pissed at us because we were going on a nine game heater right now or something. Like yeah. That. 100%. <laughs> the GMs are probably like, we tried to make this team so bad and they just were so much better than we thought. <laughs> Still bad. Yeah. But like instead of 25%, they have like a seven and a half percent chance. Right? At first. Wild. I think is a giant troll move. The writers should all vote for Bruce Boudreaux for Coach of the Year. Yes. Hilarious. Yeah, that'd be the best. (laughs) Bruce, Uh, there it is. One of the interesting awards, um, the Calder. Boring. Um, I don't think like any rookie had exceptional numbers, but Stuart Skinner, like he played pretty well. Like he took over that number one role. Mind you, I think Jack Campbell played himself out of it. And then they were kind of forced to go with Skinner to be like somewhat um sturdy net, but Skinner still played pretty good. Um Maddie Beneers had a really good year. But do we think it goes to Beneers or do we have another name in mind that it goes I to? I was gonna say Skinner. Beneers. I I'm just I'm just Seattle guy, so I gotta go with Beneers. Yeah, that's fair. Beneers takes it. That's all that's- the we have to talk about the Calder, right? Yeah. Not a not a very exciting year for rookies. Like solid rookie seasons, but like yeah. You know, yeah, nothing exceptional. No one really wowed me. Yeah, and, and here's then, like solid, like great. I wish we the Canucks had him, but you know, is what it is. Uh, the Ted, the Ted Lindsay, uh, probably going to McDavid. So we'll uh, move yep. on to uh, playoff previews here, and we're gonna start off in the Beast. Uh, we're starting in the East, and we're gonna give the President's Trophy winners their time because it might be the quickest preview that we have. Uh, the Bruins and Panthers. Um, Last year's President's Trophy winning Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also. Oh, wait, no. Hayden, did we talk about this last week about Huberto's drop off? Or was that, did we talk about that after we recorded? Because Huberto has set the highest, um, I guess, point drop off. I mean, it, be, it and, could be reinstated. Yeah. The highest point drop off in NHL history went from 115 points to 55 points. Oof. Um, just a tough, tough break from the guy. Uh, and he signed an extension before this year. So the next Not year should be exciting. Get that money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He made the right Suckers, decision. Made the right decision. Contracts. Um, but the Bruins, they finished 65, 12, and 5 for a record setting 135 points. And the Panthers finished 42, 32, and 8 with 92 points. The Bees took the season series 2 1 and 1. What do we think about the. Uh, with this series, Ian Bruins went in five. Oh, I mean, thanks, hey. Hayden. No, Hayden said what I was gonna say. Um, no, <laughs> I, I this might be the I don't want to say sweeps because sweeps are so hard to predict. This series would be more competitive if it was the Bruins Islanders. Like, I like the Islanders, I think could actually like pull off the upset against the Bruins. I don't see that with the Panthers. I, I don't like. I don't know what the pathway is for Florida to beat Boston. Yeah. There isn't one. 
Yeah, like I. Just, <laughs> I mean injuries, I, I guess. Uh, no, 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 Alex. Alex Leon needs to play out of his fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. Like Stonewall. I don't, Absolutely. I don't, see, I don't see any realistic pathway for the Panthers to win this series. So I'll take Boston in five, but I'll give. They're all going to be low scoring. Like I'd bet the under six and a half every game. I'm calling the sweet Boston in four just to make it more interesting. Yeah. I'm going to say Florida and sit. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm, Ooh. I was, I'm thinking Bruins in five and the one win Florida gets is going to be like the Montreal Canadians win against Tampa in the Stanley cup final when they won game four in overtime, where I feel like Tampa kind of just treated it as a write-off game. And if they win, they win. So I, I I'd love win. to see. Did you guys understand yeah. me there or did I cut out again? Yeah, we got you. You did good. All right. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. So, yeah, I'm a Bruins in five, and it's going to be a squeak-out win for Florida for the one game. But could be entertaining. I'd love to see Florida win game one, and then the Bruins oh. just come back and annihilate them four straight. <laughs> It'd be so funny. That Michael Jordan, I took that personally. Exactly. And I took that personally. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, that one was quick. We're going to talk about the Islanders and Hurricanes next. Um, the Islanders went 42-31-9. and nine. For 93 points, the Hurricanes went 52-21-9 for 113. The Canes took the season series 3-1-0. Um, Hurricanes, few injuries throughout the season with Pacioretty and um, Svechnikov, and then didn't do anything big at the deadline. Meanwhile, the Islanders lost Barzell for a big stretch of games, but they're getting him back for game one. They acquired Horvat naturally. And then they went on a 10-game span of averaging a goal and a half per game while Sorokin stood on his head for a big portion of that, and they played themselves into the wildcard one spot. So this series is probably going to be very boring because it's two defensive teams going at it. But, Corey, I'll go to you first. What are your thoughts on the Islanders versus Hurricanes? Give me the Islanders in six. We're going to call them the Hurricanes. Because every year, these losers, people think they're going to win the fucking Stanley Cup. And every year they fail. And they go out and they try to make a big move. We'll bring in Max Pacioretty. We'll pay zero anything to get him. We have all these assets and all this money we could use at the deadline every year to bring in pieces to help push this team over the top. But we refuse to do it. (laughs) So every year we get there and people think this is the year. And the goaltending continues to be suspect and you lose one of your best players. And so now what you have to play a team that is built for the playoffs. The Islanders are like a shit regular season team and the perfect playoff team, an all world goalie, maybe the best goalie who's having a fantastic year and a team that just wants to like drag you into the mud with them and beat you two to one every single time. I think that uh, the hurricanes are obviously should win. They should beat them. They're a better team. They have better players, but I think the Islanders do it in six. I really like that. I'm going to kind of just piggy off, piggyback off that because I have aisles in seven. And I just think it's really going to come down to goaltending because Carolina feel like they can't really solidify that spot yet. And I just don't know if they're deep enough. And Islanders, they just find ways to impress in the playoffs. They're the definition of we just got to get there. And once they get there, then they kind of find this different, they flip a different switch and they tend to battle teams hard. So I got the Islanders in seven. 
Give me the Canes in seven. I respect it. I respect it. I I like the Islanders. And for every reason that Corey said that the Islanders should win, I agree, except I'm going to try and go different. I don't know. I just have a gut feeling that the Canes are going to pull this one out. Fair enough. But this will be their only series win. Ooh. Okay. I, I, here's the thing. I think the Islanders are going to win. I want Carolina to win. Like, I really, like, I think that's, you know, I like Brenda Moore. I like the team. You know, they just, you know, they haven't got past the second round since they won the cup, I believe. Like, they, they, they have a bad streak of not getting it past the second round. But it's the Islanders. I, I, I just, I would, I would feel stupid to, be on if the Islander like if I bet on the Hurricanes and the Islanders win the series, I would feel stupid for not betting on the Islanders. Yeah, <laughs> like I would feel like such an idiot. So it's like I'm going to take the Islanders in seven because I, yeah. I just, I just, uh, I just, uh, I think they, I think they do it. I think they pull it out. What do you think is the driving force behind New York's be, New York besides Sorokin? Because that's kind of the easy way out. I know it's 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 somebody has to step up, whether it's Barzell, whether it's Horvat, it has gotta be a guy who's gonna step up, who's gonna take charge. And God knows the islanders, it's gonna be Casey fucking Zazikas for all I know. Or like <laughs> or like El Palmieri. Yeah. Is Anders still on the team? Because this feels like an Anders Lee scores like five goals or whatever. Like <laughs> Like, like this is just like somebody has to step up. I know they're not that team to like be a one man show. That's not how the Islanders like to play. I just somebody has to step up to score offensively, and you know it might be Horvat, might be Barzell, might be Lee. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. But somebody on the on on the Islanders is going to get hot offensively, and they'll carry them through the first round. Sebastian Ajo is definitely going to win the series. Take it to the bank. Yep, that's a fact. fact. I was about to say, dude, you're contradicting yourself, but then I forget that there's like five hundred There's like five Sebastian Ajos in, in the fucking league. I swear. Um, I think it's going to be Big Cock Brock. He's going to carry the Isles to the Promised Land. Besides, yeah, like, on, like yeah, like Brock Nelson could have like five goals in six games and like, Oh, that's just the Islanders. It's like, yeah, yeah, Pajot there still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, he was on the team. They had a lot of guys I'm, who can be clutch. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be that sicko and say like, watch out for Matt Martin or Cal Clutterbuck or any of those guys. Like, I'm not going to be that guy, but like, you are going to be some, that guy. It's somebody like Paul Mary or like Sisikis or like Anders Lee or like, just like, Somebody you don't expect is going to pop off, and that's what's going to push the Islanders over the Hurricanes. As a quick little offshoot, Casey Sezikis must be the face of some little like restaurant in on the island, right? Like Casey Tzatziki or something is like a whole little thing. He's got a there's got to be a thing there, right? Long Island Casey Tzatziki. Yeah, little restaurant called Casey Tzatziki's. I just know like some outside investors are praying that he has some Greek in him so that they can try and whip right. up a business just plan. Just a little bit. 
Yeah. Just be like, yo, we can make so much money off your name <laughs> besides selling jerseys. Let's get this going. Yeah, let's get people- this bread, but it's just pita. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many people are buying Zika's jerseys anyway? Like, he got, he can't be making a lot of money off the jersey sales, yeah, so right? He's got those KC Tzatziki jerseys that he sells. It's got Greek pillars on them. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's a that's a Corey. You should kind of get on that. You should DM him on Instagram before yeah. anyone else does. <laughs> I'm gonna get a hold of Opa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he should at least be a spokesperson minimum, right? 100. percent I don't know if he's charismatic at all, but he could say Suzuki. Tough word to say. Uh, we're gonna go to uh, New York and New Jersey. Um. New York is 47, 22, and 13 on the year for 107 points. And the Devils um, finished 52, 22, and 8 for 112. Um, yeah, the season series, uh, New Jersey took it 3 0 and 1. Lots of inexperience from New Jersey, but they're a very fast and young team. Um, New York slowly built up that playoff experience with some heavy hitters on paper, but it's all of a matter of can they actually put that live up to their names? Um, Hayden, I'm going to go to you first. What do you uh, what do you make of this Rangers Devils matchup? It's going to be tough for the Devils to beat the Rangers. Uh, like you said, they're a young team. Rangers. Built up a lot of uh, playoff experience. Man, I really want to take the Devils because they're such a fun team. But uh, when playoffs come down to it, goalie uh, play is going to be just an absolute need. And that's why the Rangers are going to win in seven. I like it. I like it, but it's not going to be Shesterkin. It's going to be Yaroslav Halak. He's going to carry that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's always, it's always who you least expect, and it's going to be Yaroslav Halak this year. Agreed. Take it to the bank. <laughs> McNaughty, what do, you, what do you make of this series? You said the season series, 3-0-1 for the New Jersey Devils over the Rangers. I, that's, I'm going to take the Devils in five. Like Devils I, in five. Wow. Devils in five in that I, I there's something about you know a team, you have success against a team, you continue that success. The thing about with the playoffs, too, is that you really get to know your like you get to know your opponent real quick, real fast, real quick. And you gotta find that matchup that puts you over the top, whether that's Casey Zizekis or whoever, you know, like whoever that guy is. But I I I I always trust Lindy Ruff. I'm not saying he's a better coach than Gallant, but I trust Lindy Ruff in this situation to find the right matchup, to find the right situation to get the Devils over the Rangers. And I'm going to say in five. I'm going to say it happens fast, and the Rangers are just slow to the punch. Wow. All right. That's uh, I like that spicy little pick there, uh, Corey. What do you think? Opposite rags and five Rangers and five. The devils are, they're young and they're fast and they're fun. But when have you, when do we ever see in the NHL, a team that is like, we just got in the playoffs for the first time. Look at all our cool young talent do well. 
they always get smacked around a little bit because you're like, oh, what? The refs put the whistles away. And what's this team that's kind of done it for the last couple of years and had to like push through? The Devils are just the Rangers three years ago. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like it's that I, the Devils next year, I think have a, have a chance. I think everyone, they're the favorites and they did better. And it's not, it was like, first of all, just is the, maybe the best goal in the NH. Like he's top three kind of thing, right? It's Sorokin, it's Shesterkin and it's Vasilevsky or the, and put him however you want him. But uh, you just, they have better, like, I like, the Rangers defensive core better than I like the devils. I like their goalie more than I like the devil's goalie. And then up front, you're like, yeah, the, maybe like the, the exciting talent, like your Jack Hughes of the world is more exciting and younger and more fleet of foot for, for the devils. But I don't know the Rangers, like, yeah, Patrick Kane is not the Patrick Kane of yesteryear, but who knows if he can find a little bit of an extra gear in the playoffs. They brought in ter- like they brought these guys in to like add that secondary scoring in the playoffs or if a line dries up. And so sure, maybe the devils are deeper one through 12 up front in terms of scoring ability. But I don't know. I think the rags, they move past them easy in five, just they're going to come through and just kind of have their way with them a little bit and be like, maybe next year guys pat pat on the head and send them on their way. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, but I'm going to go Rangers in six. Um, just to be a little different, I was kind of hovering between six and seven, but I think Rangers in six. I strictly think that Shesterkin is just going to outplay Vanacek. And I don't know. I just think that the talent, I I like the Rangers' depth a bit more. And I think the rain, the Devils kind of came down to earth after their very, very hot start at the beginning of the year. And I don't know. I just like have this funny feeling that experience is going to play a big part in this. And the Rangers just simply have kind of know what a bit more of what it takes. And I think the Devils, regardless of the result of this series, have had a successful season because they I didn't have them making the playoffs. Hayden had them making the playoffs. That's like the only person I knew that had the Devils to make the playoffs. <laughs> but um, they had a very successful season. I think they're. I think that's why, besides Timo Meyer, which is considered more of a long-term move, I think. But I think this is why they didn't really trade for any rental players because they're like, we're just gonna see how we do with this team, and then I think we're gonna try and seriously make a run for it next year. So. Very young and exciting team, but I think the Rangers take this out because I kind of trust every level of their team a bit more than New Jersey's. And yeah, so I got the Rangers in six. Um, The next series, last series of the East, a rematch. Uh, Tampa Bay and Toronto. Tampa Bay finished 46, 30, and 6 for 98 points. Uh, Toronto finished 50, 21, and 11 for 111 points. Toronto has the home ice this series. Toronto took the season series 2, 0, and 1. Not much to say about this series, but besides, I think it's just going to be just as exciting as the rest of their matchups have been. I'm, I always look forward to this matchup. The blue and white series. Um, I think it's going to be very exciting. 
Ian, I'm going to throw it to you first this time. Uh, what do you make of the series between T.O. and Tampa? Well, there's the low-hanging fruit of, fruit of Toronto in the playoffs. That really, that like that, really, like that's the that's the big story, obviously. Of you know, can Toronto get past the first round? What if Tampa doesn't get past the first round? What if Tampa doesn't win? What are the Lightning if they lose to Toronto in the first round? Like, I think that's a real interesting talking point, considering the Lightning have not been as good this year as they have been in years past. You know, there's going to be, I, I think there's going to be some people who make the like, oh, you lost to Toronto in the first round joke. And then it's kind of like, what are you? What's your team? That's, I think, a, an underrated storyline in case Tampa doesn't win. But I, 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 I'm not putting my money on Toronto in the playoffs. I got, I got the, I got the lightning in six. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very hard to really judge this series because I think Toronto's the better team, but I just don't know if they're like, it's just so hard to trust them. But uh, Hayden, I'm going to go to you now. Uh, what do you, what are your thoughts? It's so hard to trust them. Like Ian said, Tampa in six, I think they'll make it in seven. Tampa in seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also Tampa Bay, very sneaky Braden Point 50-goal season. Uh, very, Finished very the season sneaky. with 51 goals. I think that flew severely under the radar, and he had a very good year. And unfortunately, their new trade for Tanner Cheneau, he's going to be hurt um, for the first bit of the playoffs. I believe he has a knee injury, so that kind of sucks because he's a very playoff-like player. But right. um, Corey. Um, what do you, uh, what do you make of this T versus T? Probably the rematch. most exciting matchup of the, of the first round, I think in terms of like watchability, you know, uh, Toronto is a better season. Are they the better team on paper now? Like after, you know, years of trying to get there. And Tampa, like you're right, like what is Tampa if they lose to Toronto in the first round? Be like, I don't know, tired, I guess, from winning all those cups. Yeah. (laughs) It's like every team has a shelf life generally, right? Like no team can stay at the top for that long. And Tampa Bay has been at the top of the mountain for what, the last five years, basically? They're basically in every Stanley Cup final. (laughs) They win a couple, they lose a few. Like, you know, it's just, it's, you can't stay there forever. Kucherov had, still had like what, like a hundred and, 20 points. points this year something yes. silly like he's still all world i also know, don't think headman. i also don't think he cracked 30 goals like i think he had like 27 goals and he had like a billion assists, a million assists. yeah right it's just like probably feeding Braden talk- point for all those 50 goals that he had that's probably what he was doing <laughs> like i i was like i said earlier it's like does patrick kane maybe have that extra gear in him for the playoffs as an older player do the tampa bay lightning have have they just learned to be like we'll fluff our way through the regular season and we'll still be a top team. Still be one of the better teams in the league. And then it's like, we know what we have to do once you get, it's like LeBron James in the playoffs. He's just trying to get through a regular season before the real season starts. The real season for the Tampa Bay lightning is the playoffs, right? Like they don't give a shit that they made the playoffs. Like, so, (laughs) okay, this is, of course we're in the playoffs. We're here every year, baby. So if I think if it's not Toronto in six, it's Tampa in seven. Because there's no way Toronto can win a game seven against 
the light the lightning will beat them. Um, but does it get there? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tampa and seven. I'm gonna keep the curse alive for Toronto. Hilariously, I just want it to happen. So I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna will it into existence that the Lightning are gonna win this series in seven games. After Toronto, Toronto's gonna go up two nothing in the series, and they're everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, Toronto, here it is, baby!" The media is gonna go wild. It's gonna be wall to wall on Sportsnet, and then. <laughs> then the lightning are going to win. I hope Toronto wins game one, game two, game four, and the lightning like get one at home in game three and then just beat them the rest of the way. It's that's, that's what I want. That's what I want to happen for this series. The right. the other, I, I was going to say, the other thing I want to bring up with Toronto that kind of almost infuriates me. Every time I watch Matthews and Marner's in the, and Matthews and Marner in the playoffs, those guys don't have that like playoff style, like, gritty intensity mm-hmm. toughness that you need to have like you have to get in guys faces you have to be face wash you have like i know that's not their comfort zone i know that's not what they do well at but in the playoffs you have to be that guy if you want to go all the way if you want to you know if you want to be the to be the best you have to beat the best and you have to get in their face and you have to treat them like shit and yeah. that's and, and they just, they haven't, they don't, that's not who they are. And that's what it's really tough to support. Cause I like those guys they are really talented guys, really talented players. They just don't have that playoff intensity or that grittiness that you see in other guys. And I could be completely wrong. Maybe it comes out this time. Maybe they, you know, show, show it to me and I'm wrong, but that's one of the things that infuriates me about rooting for them or trying to pick them is that they just don't have that playoff intensity. They're going to get roughed up by Chernak and Bogosian and Headman and, you know, like those guys on D and then they're going to like Maroon and Kalorn, like Belmar and Colton, like those guys who are just that kind of gritty, edgy Tampa Bay in the playoffs, fucking in the face, just a little bit after the whistle. And it's just going to wear them down, baby, wear them down. And then game seven and Toronto. And Mitch Marner's gripping that stick just a little too tight. <laughs> and the lightning's like, we're here every year, baby. No problem. Whoosh. Win. Dub City. Uh, I was so close to picking Toronto, but I think you guys can talk me on to the other side. I think I have to go Tampa Bay. And I'm going to say Tampa and six. Um, I was going to say Toronto and seven, but then I just thought about it more. And I was like, they're going to finally do it this year. Not like I want them to lose as much as the next person because I just love Leafs Twitter after they lose a playoff series. But I was like, they're going to finally do it this year. I just think like it can't go on forever. But I just keep thinking about how much more like depth Tampa has. And I just kind of trust them a lot more like in a playoff series. Because Matt Murray, he's a walking band. He's a walking IR. Like It'll Tristan be Jari. Samsonov, right? No, I know. But like, I'm talking about the depth that oh, goaltending. Yeah, yeah. Like Matt gotcha. Murray, he's out right now. Who knows if he's going to be back? So like, if Samsonov goes down, how long can Joseph Wall be solid in the net for? He's had so- He was solid in the games he's played this year. But how long can you like keep that up? Like how much of that is legit? And I just like, I just trust tampa more and they might be more tired they might be a bit more inconsistent but i mean toronto has 
a ton of talent. I just, it's so like, when I think about it more, it's just so hard to like not pick Tampa against them. I don't know. It's such a hard series to judge because of they're just two completely different teams. Like Toronto's filled with skill, but I just think Tampa's more filled with like playoff type players and they've proven it more. So I think until Toronto wins a series, I'm going to officially lock in Tampa in six. Lock it in. Are Toronto we all can't take- afford to get it to seven. That's what I think. Are we all taking the lightning? Yeah. Yep. Zap. I was going to be different and take Toronto, but you got, I just like thought about it more and more. And I just like, the more I thought about it, the more this seems so dumb to pick Toronto. Just Jevin, Jevin, think back to all these years past when Toronto would lose game seven after game seven, after game seven. And it's like, why do I think this, like, I don't even root for this team. It's like, well, why do I think this team is going to make it out of the first round? They're not. Maybe it's different, but too many times, too many times I've seen this team lose in game seven it's like no I, I can't i'm not i refuse yeah i think it, they're a type of team where it's like i'm not going to bet on you until i see it happen and yeah it's that's exactly what it's going to be but um what do you who do you guys have in the eastern conference final these the easy route the bruins coming out I, of the east in the eastern conference final I think it's going to go Boston, Toronto, like Boston, Florida, and then Toronto, Tampa. They play in the second round, and then it's mm-hmm. Islanders, Canes, um, Regs, and Devils. They play in the second round. Rangers, Bruins. Yeah, that's my pick as well. Uh, I think I had Tampa Bay making the finals at the beginning of the year, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Tampa Bay, New Jersey. Ooh, no Boston. Interesting. I'm going to say Boston and Carolina. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just want to see if you guys are uh, remembering that I said Carolina was only going to win the one series. I'm going to say Boston, New York as well. Boston, New York. With, All right. with Boston winning. We'll, uh, we'll go to the West here, and we're going to start with the team where I'm going to be attending a playoff game. Jets, Golden Knights. Um, the Jets are 46-33-3, and they finished with 95 points. The Knights clinched the Western Conference with 51 wins, 22 losses, and 9-0-2. with 111 points. Vegas sweeped the season series 3-0-0. Corey, back to you, boss. Quite like a very interesting series, I would say. I think it's probably one of the more interesting series in the entire playoffs. But what are your thoughts on Knights versus Jets? feel like the Jets are the team I pay the least amount of attention to in the entire NHL. I just, there's something about that. I just don't give a shit about the <laughs> Jets. It's so hard for me to, hey, they've got good players. Connor Hellebuck's great. You know, Josh Morris, he's great. Like they have like two, maybe we're in the top five of each position for like defense and goalie. Right. But I'm going nights. I don't know way. I don't know what Winnipeg is going to do to win this series. Uh, the Knights, they need this. They keep just pushing in for it every year. And I want them to be rewarded for really trying every year to do everything they can to win a Stanley Cup from the jump. There's like, screw it. I don't need these draft picks. I don't need prospects. We'll just keep figuring out ways to put you on LTIR. And <laughs> we'll make the magic happen. Is Stone, He's is he coming back? 
for round one? He's, I don't I know. He's on his like 16th back surgery, yeah. so I have no idea what his situation is. I think he was practicing the other day. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him on the ice practicing. He was in a no contact a few days ago, so I don't know mm-hmm. if he's like going to be ready for game one. But I think they're trying to get him back. Uh, they're just I don't know. the The Knights are so deep. They have like they've just got such. They've got a great weird lineup. Um, I don't have any real reasoning behind it, but I think the Knights are going to win it in six. So I'm going to go with Jack Eichel getting it done, showing that he deserved to be traded for all that stuff. Yeah, first uh, first playoff appearance for the kid. So uh, shout out to him. McNaughty, what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, can I take Knights in three? Um, <laughs> sim- like, like similar to Boston, Florida, I just don't know how the Jets, I don't know what the pathway is for the Jets. Like unless Hellebuck gets really hot, but you can say that again, hot goalie is the cliche, it's chalk. You can say that for anything, but I don't know otherwise how the Jets beat Vegas. I, I don't see it. I don't know how it happens. I got Vegas in a sweep. Vegas in a sweep. Wow. All right. Love it. Hey. Yeah, I think I think this is the first like real upset. And I think the Jets are gonna win. Oh six. Six. Yeah, Connor Hellebuck's gonna stand on his head. Shifley for the prick that he is is gonna Get underneath the skin of every Golden Knights player. And uh yeah, I think I think the the penalty kill for Winnipeg is what shines in this series. All right. And that's what that's what'll be like what how Vegas doesn't win. I respect that. Well, um I'm a Winnipeg supporter for the next five weeks, so I'm gonna go Winnipeg <laughs> and seven. Um I don't know. Winnipeg is just such a weird team to me. They're either like just very like disappointing. They were at top of the West in January. Yeah. They're very like disappointing. It would exactly what I'm saying. It's like they have real highs and then very real lows. But I don't know. I just find them like really weird in the playoffs. That home crown is gonna that home crowd is gonna be buzzing for games three, four, and six. And I think it's going to lead them to the promised land, and then they'll catch they'll catch some uh, fairy dust in Vegas and uh, close it out in seven. That's it. I don't know that I don't know that's fairy dust, just Javon, Javon, yeah, Javon, Javon, <laughs> Javoni. I don't think that's fairy dust. That might be something else in Vegas that you. Uh... <laughs> uh, and they said just cocaine. Yeah, nice. We're going skiing in Vegas. <laughs> um, going skiing in Nevada, boys. Or the powders were really good this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, another very interesting series. Um, I'm just going to call every series in the Western Conference very interesting because a lot of these <laughs> matchups, I have no idea. Um, but Minnesota versus Dallas. Um, the Wild finished the season 46, 25, and 11 with 103 points. And Dallas finished 47, 21, and 14 for 108 points. Dallas took the season series 2-0-2. Jason Robertson set the Dallas Stars record for points in the season with 109, passing one of the greatest American players to play, Mike Madano. Um, 
down the stretch, Minnesota had very solid goaltending and Flurry and Gustafson. Um, Kaprizov is coming back from injury, but Dallas just seemed to be clicking all year. But Hayden, gonna go to you now. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on uh Mini versus Dallas? Dallas and five. Dallas and five. No respect. There's there's no like yeah, Minnesota's go, uh goaltending tandem is good. And I think it'll win them a game, but I think Dallas's is just better. Like we're saying Ottinger for Vesna, right? Why not? Yeah. I think uh, that's all it needs to stand for. Cool. Ian? What about you? I I remember, I don't know, like within the last month, I've seen the NHL standings and be like, Minnesota, number one, in a sense, doesn't seem right. I, I'm not, and I don't know if it's quite on the same level as Winnipeg, but Minnesota kind of irrelevant, in my opinion, of just like, I don't know who all plays for you guys, but you guys somehow get 100 points every year and you get a 2-3 in the Central Division playoff matchup. Well done. Um, I don't think either one of these teams are going to go that far, but I will take Dallas and seven. Dallas and seven. I think that's very respectable. Um, I like that amount of games. I, I'm going to go Dallas and six. I just think I just kind of trust Jakey Poo in the playoffs a bit more. Um, I think Minnesota's goaltending has been very sporadic. Um, the Gus bus has been very solid. Shout out to Minnesota for making that trade, by the way. Very solid. And Cam Talbot in a return. But um, Gustafson, Gustafson's been very solid. But honestly, a few of the few games to end of the season, he's been kind of very iffy. And I think he might be catching a cold spell at a bad time. Where I just think Dallas has been very solid through and through this entire season. And... Minnesota's track record in the playoffs hasn't been amazing. They've been very one and done the past few years. Uh, but I I just like Dallas's all-around build of their roster. Um, shout out Jamie Benn. He's been playing very solid this year. But I got I got Dallas in six. That's that's the route I'm taking. Even though I said Minnesota might be a very sleepy team to go far, but that was when they were catching fire in the tandem. And then they kind of slowed down and it might be a very competitive series. My, a lot of the wins might have to be edged out by either team, but I think Dallas and six. Minnesota and seven. Minnesota I love it. And seven. I want to be a little different here. I don't know. I think this is like a very toss up kind of series. I think Dallas should probably win. But I don't know. I'm going to give it to Minnesota for no real good reason. I think goaltending, I think, I mean, Gustafson's numbers were better than Ottinger's. Ottinger played more games. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's nice that Minnesota has the tandem that you can kind of go with a guy. Like if Ottinger gets a little cold, you're not pulling him, right? So you're just yeah. like, fuck, I hope he turns it around. Whereas if Gustafson has kind of a dull game, you're like, hey, Flurry, can you get in there? See if you can make a little magic happen for us. If you still got a little left there in the tank. Uh, Kaprizov is all worldly, right? I, it's, I don't know, flip a coin and I'm going to go Minnesota and seven because you all picked Dallas. This, this series feels very anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. Like it could be a sweep for either team and no one's that surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you could say like, Oh, did you see like Minnesota, like swept Dallas? Like I didn't see like, it, but for they them, were playing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that game. Weird. Huh? They're going like to be that, the late that, game every single night. Well, it's going to be, and it's also going to be the game that you're going to watch like in between channel surfing. Like, Oh, I guess yep. I'll check this. For a yeah, this one's bit. on commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this, the Minnesota North stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, Dallas or New Dallas. Yeah, it's it's going to be very like anticlimactic. I just don't really know what. I would be more surprised if Minnesota swept than if Dallas swept. So I think that's yeah. what leaned me towards Dallas. But like, if I either team wins, I'm like, cool. I could see it, but yeah. I could just picture seeing like a Dallas 4-0 and I'd be very shocked if I saw Minnesota 4-0, but it's good. Yeah. It's going to, that's why I said very interesting. Um, Ian, I'm going to you first with this one. Uh, the Kraken versus the avalanche, uh, Seattle finished 46, 28 and eight for a hundred points. The biggest improvement from an expansion team in NHL history with a win improvement of 19 wins and point improvement of 40 points. Um, Colorado finished 51, 24 and seven for a hundred and nine points. Seattle took the season series two Oh, and one sipping on that crack and Kool-Aid over there in my top left corner is Ian McNaughty with a big old grin on his face based in Everett McNaughty. What do you make of this series? Seattle and two? Is that what you're going with? Oh, come on. No, no. I I, we're, I was going to say, remember at the beginning of the year, I did call the Kraken to make the playoffs. And you guys you are both, you guys are both, you know, giving me some slack for it, which fair enough at the time. I also had Vancouver making top three in the Pacific. So I probably has the biggest laughs towards me. <laughs> we, all, we, we, we all don't get it sometimes, you know, we all, we all have our misses. Um, <laughs> I really want to see the Kraken go far. I think it's cool. I think it's a really great story seeing how well they've done this year compared to last year. The Landeskog effect is interesting of him not taking part in the playoffs. That's, I don't. Yeah. What do we think went wrong there? Because they were like hoping he would make the playoffs. And then next thing you know, he's not coming back at all. Like it was supposed to be three months, then six months and then playoff return. And then out of the playoffs, it's like, is he going to file grievance or what? Something something must've gone wrong. That's one of those like weird things where like, you know, the guy, like, you know, teams like the kind of bullshit injuries of just like, Oh, it's like, this will take six months to recover. And then he comes back in three months or whatever, like, you know, LTIR where this is like the opposite of like, Oh, it's like three and now six and maybe a year. It's just like, I, I, it feels really weird. It feels feels kind of bizarre. I think Colorado is a good enough team that they can overcome that. Like they showed, they showed it all year. So I don't, I'm going to say Colorado in seven. Like I think it'll be a really tight back and forth series. If again, if Seattle can get the goaltending, I don't know from who. This is a group hour revenge series, obviously. But if Seattle can get the goaltending, it's going to be even closer. I'll take Colorado in seven over Seattle. That's respectable, Corey. 
Big tasty. Dumbest thing I ever heard. There's no way this series goes to seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Bless Seattle's little hearts. What a, like, hey, great turnaround. No one really thought like they'd be this doing so well so fast. So that's great for Seattle. Them making the playoffs is a win this year. Like that's seasons. It's great. It doesn't matter. They could, they could get swept in two and it's good enough. You know, they're happy to be there. Very similar team to New Jersey, in my opinion. Yeah. They got in there quicker than people kind of thought they would. Right. New Jersey obviously looked a little better at a lot large points and has better top end talent. That's ready to kind of go, you know, but it's not going to be close. I don't care that Landis Cog is not. If Landis Cog was there, they'd crush you in four. Um, but they got like Lekkonen's been out for a while now. Manson's been out for a while now. Both are going to be back. McCarr's been in and out of the lineup. I think he's healthy going into the series or like will he healthy enough that he's going to play. So it's like they've got the full complement back um, of a team that just won a Stanley Cup. Like they're very good. Uh, there's, there's zero chance that Nathan McKinnon lets this get to seven games. Like he's just going to punch someone in the face through the net for a goal somehow. I don't know what he's going to do. Rantanen's so good. I, 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 this is the only other series that I think could be like a sweep. I know they didn't win the regular season series of it, but it's just the experience of it all is like, who does Seattle have? That's going to like step up in this, in like this, in their first playoff series to be like, no, no, I got it. I guess Jordan Eberle, but he's only ever, done that internationally. <laughs> ever heard of Daniel Sprong? Yeah. <laughs> Power play specialist, baby. We cannot play him five on five. No. Yeah. <laughs> he is a very big liability, but man, is he good when we have the advantage? Um, I'm going to, I'm because I want to, I'm going to go Colorado in four. I think I'm going to go with another sweep here because it's fun to predict a sweep they almost they don't happen a lot but this is yeah i think this is going to be a case of you know like we thought like maybe the rangers can overmatch the devils in that like experience factor i think it's this but more skewed yeah i'll go i'm going to go colorado in five i'll give seattle one game but i just strictly break it down to like seattle's gold goaltending whether it's jones or grubauer whenever Either goalie has a eight after the decimal. I just immediately don't trust the goaltending <laughs> in the series. Um, and like I'm looking at the numbers right here, Grubauer's save percentage is eight nine five, and like Gorgiev's numbers aren't incredibly better, but I just trust him more to like make the easy saves where like Grubauer will let in a muffin here and there and just like really deflate the entire team. And yeah, I just like break it down to Colorado's more high powered offense, but I do think Seattle at moments could give them a tough matchup, but breaking it down, I just think Colorado is going to be too much for them. And cause like Colorado just comes in waves and it's just like, sometimes it's so hard to stop. So I, I think in five, and I think Seattle wins one at home. Game three, I think Seattle takes. But it should be very fun to watch. Hayden? Colorado on four. Ooh, sweet. Sweet. Ooh, Ian's about to fight. This is the start of Ian's revenge story. They're going down. Let it happen. Down. Hell. Hell, baby. Come at me. <laughs> 
Do you have uh, anything to add on the series, Hayden? No, you guys broke it all down. <laughs> There's nothing more I could really add other than just, yeah, McKinnon's not letting anything happen. Yeah. Nathan McKinnon, like the final stretch of the season, like the final 20 games, holy shit, that guy was like a different animal. He had like 12 goals in 13 games or something like that, and he was just turning it on. First 100-point season for the kid, too. Shout out. Papa's gearing up for the playoffs, you know? Oh, yeah, the dog's about to eat right now. Uh, And the final series of the West, the Edmonton Oilers versus the L.A. Kings. Los Angeles finished the season 47, 25, and 10 for 104 points, while Edmonton finished 50, 23, and 9 for 109 points, set the NHL record or the highest power play percentage since a certain date i can't exactly remember the date with 32 just under 32 and a half percent on the power play at the most shorthanded goals in the nhl if i'm not mistaken but the season series was tied at two two and oh um i don't know who to go to first so i'm just gonna turn and point hayden um i'm going to you first with, with- what do you think about LA versus Edmonton? I think it'll be a good series. Uh, uh, inevitably, I think Edmonton will win. I think Edmonton uh, will buckle down and fix their mistakes against LA. Uh, I don't think Corpusalo is good enough. And if they have any power plays, Edmonton does. Uh, it's locks. Yeah, it's it's wraps. So how in how many games did you say? Uh, I think it'll go six games. Six games for Edmonton? Yeah. yeah I think that's very respectable. It could um, even be five if if they're on the verge of winning, like, for their fourth game at home. Yeah. No, that's very solid. Um, I just got your text. I understand you have to head out. So before I head, toss it over to anyone else, what do you, who do you have in your Western Conference final? And what do, what's your Stanley Cup Western Conference? Uh, final I have a matchup. big up. I have a big upset before. Uh, I think the Stars are going to take down the Avalanche. I think Ottinger is going to fucking cook. But then I think Edmonton is going to beat Dallas and meet the Bruins in the finals. And that will go to seven games. 24 goals will be scored. But in the end, it'll be Edmonton winning. I love it. McDaddy. I love it. I love it. All right, Hayden. Um you can plug your socials or whatever before you head out if you want. If you uh... My socials are at Hayden underscore Barton on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, I'm back on TikTok, back on the grind for nothing. I just like memes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, this will be the, well, it won't be, but this will be the last episode that I'll be on when I'm in or until I'll be in Mexico, be taking a hiatus, Dios non, non-paid vacation off of left side heavy. So many, no benefits. many cervezas, por favor. Oh, excuse my Spanish. Absolutely. Sunscreen, bud. <laughs> oh, yes. I milk. already have bought two. Lots okay? of 2%, baby. Milk, <laughs> man. But uh, with that, uh, left side heavy listeners, I bid you adieu. And for the rest of this episode, uh, you two bottom screeners on my screen make it great please
Jesus <laughs> said, "Have a good trip." I can't. I can't wait for your guys' takes. I'm not going to listen to this until Friday when I'm on the plane. Perfect. Love Boom. that. Deuces, right. buddy. Have a good trip. Deuces, guys. Later, Hayden. Peace. Have fun, bud. All right. Finally. And then there God. was three. Yes, he's finally gone. Uh, it's the worst. I don't think he can read. <laughs> he texts me. He's like, my mom keeps t- uh, messaging me. Meanwhile, I was texting his mom to tell him to get the fuck off. Yeah. Can you tell him? <laughs> yeah. You only paid me for an hour and a half. <laughs> get him out of here. Yeah. Um, Hayden gave his take. Ian, yeah, I'm going to go to you now. Um, Oilers, Kings, what are your thoughts? Uh, Oilers in six. I When they played last year, I'm pretty sure LA was running out of gas by the time they got to game six and seven. I think it'll be similar to that this year. Oilers in six. Um, I, I, I want to root for LA. I think LA is a cool team. I want to root for them, but I just like, this is a, not a good matchup for them. Not like anytime you have to go against McDavid and Dreisaitl for seven games, that's that's the closest thing to hockey's hell in a cell is, is having to go to against those guys in that situation. Like there's just no there's no feeling great about it. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And I just like Edmonton just has so much. And I think they've they made it to the Western Conference Finals last year, and I think they only got better. So I think it's gonna be they're on a different mission this year. So I kinda I I respect where you're coming from. Uh Corey. What are your thoughts? Yes. Uh, I want to pick LA, but I don't think they'll win. Um, like, I love that they've got like Kopitar and Dano down the center to like slow down McDavid and Dryside a little bit. And I don't think those, I don't think Edmonton's, I don't think they steamroll them in the series. Um, I think LA will do a good enough job, but I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to, I think I'll go Oilers in six and I don't feel good about it, but stupid Oilers building with their shit team builds all the time, just lucking into otherworldly players. No, that's <laughs> still, that's the, still a poorly built team. That's no, that's the greatest thing about the Oilers. It's like, Oh, this year they finally have the depth. It's like, you mean Ryan Nugent Hopkins finally scored a hundred points for you. The one yeah. time that's the depth. Oh, you think that, and you think he's going to replicate that next year? Fuck off. No, he, like this team's not still, a chance. No, they still like, suck. They still suck. Yeah. <laughs> They're a mediocre defensively like they're a little bit better than they've been because their goaltending hasn't been a complete sieve but uh, i would love the kings to beat them but i just i don't think the kings have the i don't think they can keep up in the goal department quite yet i think they got some young like Kaliev and byfield and Velarde and like those guys like they're just not there yet if they're ever going to be um and kopitar is too old i think if this was kopitar five years ago then it, it'd be closer because you could they'd, like he would still be like legit elite Kopitar that we've known for the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years. But I think he's just a little older now. He's not quite the guy he used to be. Still great, but doubt he's a little older. You know what I mean? Like if you could give me some of these Kings back in their prime a few years ago, I think they win the series, but they have too much like old and then too young to, I think, get it done. That's fair. I, uh, I'm i going to hop on the same train and make it a complete sweep of Oilers and Six. Uh, we all went that direction, which I feel like now it's not going to be that at all. Um, Perfect. Yeah. I, even, even better if the Kings win the series. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I just think I, I just have this weird mojo from Edmonton where I just think they're on an absolute mission this year. And I think a lot of things are going to go their way. Um, like I said, they went far and their team, I just think got a little bit more solid. Um, I think they got better defensively. I think their goaltending improved. Like Mike Smith was either you're getting a shutout or you're fucking, he's letting in six where I just think it was just couldn't trust it where I think Skinner is just, he's been really solid this year. And Jack Campbell, like he sucked. Like he was probably one of the worst starting goaltenders in the entirety of the NHL. But over the last few weeks, he's at least like started playing a little closer to his, uh, to the worth of his salary, I guess. Um, am I cutting out at all? Did I cut out there at all? You did, but we knew what you meant. Um, where did I cut out at? That he's been playing. You, you, you said that he's been like at least getting closer to what his salary pays him in terms of effort and play and results. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's coming at a good time just before playoffs. And I think if they can carry that, then I think it's really going to mean a lot. I think at home, uh, is playing a big part and they got, I think almost like every, every single forward they have has over 10 goals. So I think their depth has gotten better. Um, so I'm going to go Edmonton in six and I think it might, it won't be like a dominating six, but I think Edmonton six, I think Edmonton will look really good. Yeah, that's fair. That's how that should happen. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ian, I'm going to go to you. What are, what's your Western conference final? Colorado and Vegas and Colorado wins in how many games do I think they'll win? I'll take Colorado over Vegas in seven. All right. And what's your Stanley cup pick? Uh, what did I said, I, I think I said Colorado over Tampa at the beginning of the year. I'm going to, I'm going I'm to stick with that. I really want Tampa to win too. Cause I think the, the lightning dynasty is actually really fun. It's kind of cool. You don't see it in hockey, but it, again, you still get a, like in my world, you get a repeat with Colorado anyway. So like now you have like the part two with the abs and the lightning. So yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some good storylines there, but I'll say the, uh, the abs beat the lightning in six. I like it. I like it. Corey. I'm going Knights, abs, Knights in seven. They get over that hump. They've been just, bumping and clawing and trying to get to a Stanley cup final here and they get there and no one picks them against the Bruins. Cause that's who I have going through in the East is the Bruins over the Rangers and everyone's going like perfect season for the Bruins, baby. Perfect season for the Bruins. Nothing can ruin it. Tom Brady going to go 18 and zero, and then the Knights get it done. Your Vegas golden Knights finally match up to their gold jerseys and take the gold home in a silver trophy. But you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going Knights over Bruins in seven in what will be one of the greatest Stanley Cup finals of all time. Nice. Uh, that yeah. would actually John be a very... in the redemption game. Oh seven. my God, that would be amazing. That would be the best thing ever. That's right. I think what would make it even better if it was like LA Vegas in the Western Conference I final. Would, I would... I want that so possible, bad. Though. I want it I so bad. I don't know if that's yeah, possible. If, if LA okay. beat, not in the finals, they would have to, they would be in round two. Yeah. LA would have to beat the, if Vegas and LA win their first, first round matchups, they'll play. 
No, but I'm talking, about West, I'm talking about like Western Conference like, Final. If yeah, they, play they there, can't get there. That would be the best, but it can't Stupid happen. Stupid NHL rules. I know. For the playoff formats now. But whatever. That's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go yeah. Knights. Nice. Winning it all. Um, Mark Stone. My Western Conference Final is a rematch. Colorado Edmonton, but I got to go in the other way. I think Edmonton's going to win it in seven. Gross. Um, and then I think they clean out the Rangers in the Stanley Cup final. I think the Rangers put the Bruins to bed in the Eastern Conference final. Ooh. And I was, I honestly might be doing it just to be different. If I'm being completely honest, that's the best. Uh, so I got, Rangers, if you're right, I look like an absolute hero. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got the Rangers beating the Bruins in the Eastern Conference final. And then I think Edmonton's going to be lifting the cup uh, and they're going to beat the Rangers in six. And Stuart Skinner is going to bring him to the promised land along with McDavid's 100 points in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. <laughs> he scored 150 and 82. He can score 107, right? Yeah. When they six? said it couldn't be done. Yeah. <laughs> we'll shove it to them. I'll show you. Yeah. But, uh, boys, this has been an absolute time and a half. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I, I'm very looking forward to these playoffs. I think it's going to be really, uh, really entertaining. But, Ian, where can, uh, where can the people find you? Uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Ian McNaughty. Yeah, at Ian McNaughty. Um, so, I had to think about that for a second. My <laughs> socials are really My socials really now are just, like, like 70% manners, 20% bullshit, and then like 10% like actual like cool stuff. That's what my social is. So if you're interested in that, if that's something you are interested in taking part in, go go follow me. Uh, I Again, I think we're doing pods again this summer. I want to do pods this summer, bringing back SYP. You can follow us on Instagram at SYP pod. Uh, I think we're going to do that. Not confirmed, not official, but want to do that. So we'll let you know when that happens. But yeah, if you're looking for some good, you know, summer manners takes, I, I'm your guy. Your Twitter's been hot recently. It's been in fuego. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, Hayden would appreciate the Spanish, but he's not here. So, yeah. you know. He doesn't know a lick of it. It's <laughs> dumb as a bag of rocks. Milk? He probably thought- yeah. Leche? <laughs> Three milk cake? Oh, dummy. <laughs> as good as trout, am I right? Nothing's as good as trout, baby. Nothing's as good Best as trout. Best tea food. Uh, Corey, where can the people follow you? Yeah, I just figured out, because uh, I was double checking. If you look up, like, on Twitter, if you look up Corey Latondra without an underscore, it's a very different Corey Latondra. Some good, it's like, proud papa of two kids. It's like, that ain't me. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't big tasty. You got to put an underscore in there. Yeah. That's how you find it. Corey underscore oh. Latondra. Oh, you guys switch places real quick on me there on the screen. It was very confusing. <laughs> oh, we were a couple of to, ghosts. Yeah, we were trying to catch you, keep you on your toes. Yeah, um, on the butt. You could follow me on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave, on Twitter at JevinLefave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LeftSideHeavy underscore. And subscribe to the Left Side Heavy YouTube where you can find full video podcasts. For some reason, last episode cut off at 30 minutes. So it was only 30 minutes of video. So that sucks. I went to go turn off the stop the recording on my phone and my screen was black and I had to unlock my phone. I'm like, well, I don't think the video went that long. <laughs> All's well, it ends well. Yeah, if this is the case. It's a, it's a 
second or third time it's happened, but first time in a while. So I thought I was safe from that dumb little thing that Apple does, but it's song to me. So that's unfortunate, but playoffs. Technology, Technology is superior. Uh, yeah, that does it for this episode. Playoffs start tonight, I guess, as this episode comes out, but it starts tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what teams are on the first slate, but my butt will be uh, watching the games. Um, Mama and Papa Lefebvre bought me a ticket to game four between Winnipeg and Vegas, so I'm very excited for that. So I'll be going to that on, uh, on the evening of the 24th. I'll just be getting to experience playoff atmosphere for the first time since 2015. So it'll be magical, baby. <laughs> it'll be magical. But uh, Ian, Corey, thank you so much for coming on once again. And enjoy the playoffs, everybody. Peace. Have a good one, bud.